a struggle between flesh and fuzz. A mad emperor cackling atop a grand pyramid of his own creation. A band of fleshy rebels with moxie, verve, and puffy paint. It's an ass-kicking, name-taking, space-age rock musical back for more. This time, it's even weirder. We're running the fall of the House of Sunshine, Days of Future Fuzz, right here on Radio Drama Revival. Hey folks, welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom. You may remember us playing season one of The Fall of the House of Sunshine, that audacious, aggressively strange pop rocks cocktail of a podcast musical that the New York Times described as, quote, manically incomprehensible, end quote. Incidentally, if you would like to buy a t-shirt that reads manically incomprehensible, visit the Fall of the House of Sunshine merch zone on tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. Anyway, they're back, and goofier than ever, but the excess of the first season has been tempered by a more comprehensible plot. You don't need to have listened to the first season to make sense of the second. Suffice it to say that there was a sinister plot to detonate the Fuzzatronic Bomb, an arcane weapon that turned everything into fuzzy puppets and stuffed animals. Well, almost everything. Keep your ears open for a very special cameo in this episode. The all-new, all-different, abnormal Y-Team. Trademark. It has been 18 years since the Fuzzitronic bomb was detonated, and the world went puppety. Life has changed. Society has changed. Change has changed. Now there's a dollar coin people use. And it's Fuzz.
Y Pewter, ready for input. From the secret journal of Professor Y, the brilliant, hairless leader of the Resistance. Us untransformed humans are hunted down and marked as their servants, given menial jobs like ditch diggers or public school teacher. Only the few, the brave, the dare I say beautiful, stand up against the fuzz. People like me. Professor Y. That's good for now. End log. Digi-journal saved. Would you like to hear my poetry? No. Maybe later? End program. Compuse. <laughs> Professor Y, our guest has arrived. Excellent work, Dr. Lou. Let's go greet her. I must warn you, she is feisty. I should hope so. We need all the feist we can muster to defeat the fuzz. Indeed. Here she is. Who the hell are you? I'm Professor Heather Fingal Han O'Flaherty Genghis Yang, but you can call me Professor Y. How about I call you Baldy? Show the professor respect. Easy, Dr. Lou. Sorry, I just have so much passion. Why don't you take it out on your pottery wheel? Make a vase. For flowers? For whatever you dream. For sticks. Glorious sticks. Exit, Dr. Lou. Anyway, yes, I am bald. All over. I have alopecia. Smoothness is my blessing and my curse. Smoothness? All over? All over. Huh. That why you brought me here? To show off your hairless gams and pits? Not at all, Ellen. How do you know my name? You're wearing a shirt that says, Hi, my name is Ellen Cantrell. That's my name. Don't wear it out. That name again is Ellen Cantrell. My granny made it for me. From puffy paint. Before she died. It's a treasure, because puffy paint is as rare as hen's teeth in this post-fuzz world. I remember a world when puffy paint was a dime a dozen. Well, no, not that cheap. But it was plentiful and often had free two-day shipping from the Puffy Paintery, the world's largest online puffy paint distribution center. But enough talk of paint and puff. I brought you here because of your reputation. Reputation? That's a fancy word. <laughs> Reputation. What do I look like, some snooty Fazopolis felter? Not at all. You were born in the roughest flesh farm, the Bone Zone, where you were taught to fight for the puppet's delight. Death and carnage were your teachers, pain and suffering your nanny, broken bones and shattered dreams your landlord, and it made you tough. You worked your way up the battle ranks, serving the whims of gorgeous Googly, the corpulent furry ruler of the Feltisiam. If I wanted my biography, I'd edit my entry on Fuzzipedia. With a Fuzzpewter, a Microfuzz's Fuzz Browser, Interfuzz, Xfuzz, Plorfuzz. But I don't know how to type. So cut to the chase, Prof. Why'd you bring me here? I want you to join my team. The Y team. To destroy the fuzz. The Y team. Yes, the Y team. Because you all have that special Y factor. Or because you're Prof Y. You named it after yourself. What? No, no, that's just a coincidence. Yeah, it's definitely the Y factor thing. Enough. <laughs> yeah, um, anyway, meet the rest of the team. Y stands for you, but who stands for Y? Who will fight for the rights of those caught in the crossfire of our fuzzy lords who desire a quiet demise? We are stronger when we stand together. We're all still just standing, but the standing is better. Come stand with us, Ellen, and be a protector of those without hope. Give them life. We can stand up to the impossible.
time. You can never be too safe, Helen. Sign these personality rights waivers for your image, likeness, and traits. Look, when you come up with a cool and totally original idea. Completely original. In any media. Living or dead. Plus t-shirts, posters, cross-platform multimedia, possible spin-offs. Why Factor? Why Force? Why Statics? Why Avengers? Justice League? Why Team Roll Call? Pantagruel? That's me, half-man, all Sasquatch. I'm a cutthroat with a fur coat, the color of butterscotch. Born in Iraq to my CIA mom, who left me in an orphanage to go for Saddam. I got super strength and feelings of neglect. This guy's pretty cool. Just wait and see who's next. Jean-Claude Disquet. Bonjour, oh no, you see, I am afraid there's been un petit um. How do you say miscommunication based on my name? Tracy, do you want to humble Ellen? Let me explain. She may be modest, but she ain't no slacker With a name like a sketch, she's a master hacker Nerd Flexly Nerd Flexly Flex cause he is bad Nerd Flexly like to math and smash If I may step in again He was the world's greatest gym rat one fateful day He was bit by a radioactive nerd And gained the proportional strength and stamina of a nerd Now he crunches numbers while crushing skulls and protein shakes What she said Right, I know. Here's my headshot. Uh, you recognize me from my Beretta guest spot. No. My claim to fame is playing Mike Brutality for seven and a half seasons on NBC. I played a tough guy who made some arrests. I also did my own stunts. That's cool, I guess. Last not least is my special guy who will hold the team together in our most trying times. Meow mix, meow mix, cat with the bow tie. Meow mix, meow mix, cat with the bow tie. Meow mix, meow mix, cat with the bow tie. Needs a leader who's clever and brave. Also, we've got some stuff planned for later today. So if you could just let us know. You want me to lead this menagerie of has-beens and no ones? I'll have to say pass. You see, I'm no team player. I owe you no favors, and I've always worked alone, alone. Ellen, please, it's time for you to discover what it means to be a hero for others. Although we've fallen. You all practice that, or...? Or it's just minerals you haven't mined. And you're our diamond in the rough. With a wild card fighter like you on our roster, we can defeat Emperor Fuzzo and return the world to its glorious former self. I've never had a friend, or a team, or a pet, or a team of pets. Listen, being a half-squatch, I know what it's like to not fit in in society and doorways. But here, as part of the Y team... I know what I'm fighting for is right. But you're sort of fuzzy yourself. Hair don't mean fuzz. I'll rip the stuffing out of those puppets. I'm all meat inside. Puppets don't have guts. How do they even work? It's creepy. Let me uh, put down these kettlebells and get out my pocket TI-83 graphing calculator. According to my calculations, we can do it. Together. Exactly, toots. It reminds me, when I was on set with Lorna Dooley, we were doing a guest spot on a Columbo reboot with a young Bill Mallon. I know. And it's true. 
The director, a real old-timer, he pointed to me and said, Kid, what it takes is ambition and clambition, and we're all shell-deep. True story. Meow? Um... Anyway, Ellen, what do you say? I, um... Well, can it be a team for me? I've always been alone. Never got around to making pals inside of the bone zone. But now, a team to call my own. A chance, a hope, a family. Maybe, finally, a home. Why team? Because team. Because team, yeah. Team, because team, because team, yeah. Alone no longer, together we're stronger. A brand new team that will fight for the honor of those eat the yoke of the puppety monsters. Strike fear when they hear our name. Better together, I know we'll achieve our goal. Supporting each other, we'll be undefeatable. Give hope to all. A freedom conceivable. We'll beat those puppets and rip them new fuzz holes. Come fight beside me. Now all you need is a code name. How about Murderella? Oh, ooh la la, that's good. No, it's Punchline. I mean, how about Punchline? Punchline? Is she funny? Are you funny? No, I mean maybe. Uh, let me. Why did the ghost go to the uh, graveyard? Why? It was dead. She's like a mid-career Biff Daniels. Definitely not funny. I guess it's Murderella. Punchline, it's punchline. Agreed, agreed. Motion passes. Shut up. Okay, now let us regroup at the Learnatorium. You mean the kitchen table? Action table. Hey guys, juice and cookies on the kitchen table. Action table. Don't undercut me, Dr. Lou. It's very... Ooh, do I smell snickerdoodles? Why team assemble? I never had one of these cookies before. Mm. Are all things so delicious in the pre-fuzz times? Well, I like to think I give it a little something extra. Tell me you didn't put in any of those weird mushrooms you found. I don't need to taste my father's Technicolor dream tears again. No, just nutmegin. It's what I call nutmeg because I hate shortening names. I'm no Hill William. Enough now. But now we must wisentrate. Emperor Fuzzo rarely leaves the protection of his city, Fizopolis. But tomorrow he's going to Fabric Park where he'll present the bloodthirsty general, Veltina Guernica, with a patch of distinction for her fighting in the Afghan quilt lands. If we strike fast, we can assassinate Fuzzo. And this is how we do it. Emperor Fuzzo, you look amazing. So groomed, so fluffy. Thank you, Advisor. <laughs> Though this pomp is silly, I'd rather be aiding with the reblanketing efforts. It's and the good for your subjects to see you. They do adore you so. Do they, Advisor? 
As your trusted and loyal advisor and most humble servant, I can say with certainty they do. Fuzzydom speaks of the felt savior, and you are he incarnate. Though the felters are mad, they no longer have jobs. Well, I took away their jobs because they said they were working too hard. But now they feel purposeless and unfulfilled. So give them their jobs back. Then we'll have to take jobs from the nitwits. Oh. Well, we only gave them those jobs because... Well, what if the nitwits work one shift and the felters work oh, the, the other? Oh, the nitwits and the felters don't get along. The nitwits are fusticularians, whereas the felters believe fusticularism, plus mixing them would upset the Philistopians, and that would spiral into... Abs- then how do we make them all happy, Edviso? Oh, sire, in your perfect fuzz world, all are happy. But you just said... Never mind. When I was of the flesh... A soft and simple kid My father poisoned me Said it's better to be dead Than different So I strangled him (laughs) Now I'm no different since the bomb I brought a soft and fuzzy dawn But I forget that night comes next Then dawn and night a million times Disappointing sprawl Maybe if I died I'd have been memorialized No blame my name forever lives my life But now everything that phrase It's your fault, my people say I gave peace and I waged war It's not enough, there's always something more Something ripped or something torn Lewis, your fuzziness. But now we must go to the ceremony. Fine, fine. Because in the end, I'm the chosen one, so whatever I do is right, because I'm doing it. Yeah, that tracks. Fuzzo, away!
presenting His Great Majesty, Lord of the Fuzzy Lands, Conqueror of the Soft Surroundings, Emperor Fuzzo, first of his name. Hail Fuzz! Hail Fuzz! Puppets and gentle Fuzz, behold a great general. Feltina Guernica has done you all proud. You humble me, my lord. As it was felted, so shall it be fuzz. Let it be known that... What is that? An unfuzzed airplane with a large Y painted on it? And the door opening, and people jumping from the plane. And now this odd assemblage of jerks are forming fighting poses. Team Y, let's make Fuzzo's felt face feel a well-felt face welt. Of punching. What? You know, kill him? Sorry, I'm still breaking the Right! Sick Semper Fuzzerinus! <laughs> kill Fuzzo! Kill Fuzzo? But I'm Fuzzo. Don't worry. I'll protect you. Fuzz Troopers, open fire! No mercy. Do your worst. Help! They're doing their worst! Let's give up! No. Ever since I joined this team yesterday, I, I, I learned something. About teamwork, about friendship, and most importantly about cheese. Cheese takes time, and cheese never gives up, and neither should we. You're right. About cheese. About us. Let's do this. I've just checked my watch, and it's punch o'clock! We oui, oui. Why team? Because team! Yay team! Go team! Madam General, why did you wait to attack until after that woman bolstered their resolve? That's easy. Their bolstering wasted just enough time for me to charge this smother ray. Fire! Will the Y team survive the power of the smother ray? Will Fuzzo learn to love public appearances? Can the Fuzz world be undone? Find out next time on Days of Future Fuzz, Episode 2, The The Furry Furry Wives of Windsor. The Fall of the House of Sunshine is a Roy Gold production. It was written by Jonathan Goldberg with music by Matt Roy Berger. Find out more about the show and cast at podmusical.com. You can also drop us a line or send us pictures of the patchy felt you once called skin. Thanks for listening and have a suntabulous bicuspid of a day. Did you get it? Aw, yeah, heck yeah. Ellen Cantrell was played by friend of the show and podcast media darling Lauren Shippen, creator of The Bright Sessions. Now, if you'd like to make death and carnage your teachers, pain and suffering your nanny, or the soundtracks to the fall of the House of Sunshine a part of your personal collection, head on over to their Bandcamp page, podmusical.bandcamp.com. Sometimes this show actually makes me a little angry. Some of you that know me kind of well have probably heard me yelling about the Canadian rock band Sloan or the American power pop band Jellyfish and how goddamn profligate they are with their pop hooks. Time was, you had a pop song that was, call it two and a half minutes long, you put one hook in it, one hook to come away from it whistling, and these prodigal bastards have to go and put in like four into a single friggin' song. Anyway... I want you to think about what it is to write a song and the sweat and the blood that goes into engineering a Broadway-style musical. In fact, just 
Think about how many songs appear in a full-length Broadway musical. What is that, like 20, including reprises? You just heard four songs with one reprise in a single 25-minute episode. I just want you to, like, sit with that. Sit with that and think about how season one had, like, 50 songs, not even including the mid-season chiptune music. What did you do today? Like, I went to work, I made a sandwich, and that's it. These folks have inspired in me a great devotion and a great hunger for still more utterly bonkers audio drama musical content. But if you're anything like me, you take a step back and you look at the superheroes and the villainous puppets and the magic tooth god and the clown assassins and you think about it for a minute and you ask aloud, wait, why? Fortunately, I had the option to ask this question aloud specifically to Matt Royberger, Jonathan Goldberg, and Marcus Begala, the composer, writer, and audio director for season two. I asked not only that, but many other questions in an interview you'll hear next week. Except, if you were a Patreon backer, you'd hear it even earlier. Patreon backers at all levels get early access to episodes, as well as our secret, high-quality, ad-free stream zone over at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. So, stick around for that, give us some goddamn money, and now the show is over. I love you. Time to roll credits. Our theme music is Danger Digidoo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. And now, introducing the Splendiferous RDR team. Our line producer is Matthew Boudreau, a.k.a. Lutri. Half man, half tree, half otter. All better at math than I am. He's a man of the woods with a fist made of oak, but a heart made of gold. Also, he can see through time, which as a half otter, he perceives as a time river. Our interview's producer is Eli McElveen, a.k.a. Hypermix, the closest thing we have to a cat with a bow tie. Except he's a man, and I don't think I've ever seen him wearing a bow tie. But nevertheless, he is the thoughtful, cheerful heart of the team, much like a cat with a bow tie. Our associate producer is Sean Howard, a.k.a. Boost. He's big, he's blue, he's made of pure enthusiasm, he has prehensile feet, and he is utterly distinct for copyright purposes from any other kind of scholarly blue Marvel character. Our researchers are Heather Cohen and Monique Boudreau, the Sisters of the Blade. They're not actually sisters, but they're very good at swords. Heather prefers a fencing saber. Monique prefers a hand-and-a-half broadsword. Our social media manager is James Oliva, a.k.a. Hashtag, a mild-mannered man of letters who was once bitten by a radioactive tweet and now possesses the proportional strength and speed of a twoot. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhouch, a.k.a. Dramatonium, the diffuse gray gas that sustains us all and is the source of all our powers. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome. How dare you yawn? There's only wakefulness allowed in the slumber zone. Yeah, I'm yawning. Yeah, I bet Matt's yawning. Sorry, Matt.